Welcome to this episode of the New Space India podcast, a show to keep you informed and engaged on India's space activities. France and India started their space programs around the same time interestingly, and leaders on the both side found synergies almost immediately to work together. Today we have Matthew Weiss, who's the counselor for space for the French Space Agency, who is actually based in Bangalore for the last 6 years. talk to us on the various activities that the two countries have been engaging for the past 5 decades and plan for the future so matthew welcome to this episode of the new space india podcast thank you narayan i'm very happy to be here india and france have had a very long and detailed kind of relationship in outer space which goes back to several decades now and it's probably good to acknowledge that probably india and france are two of the closest partners in any space activities today tell us a bit about how this relationship started and probably also why yes uh, you know this goes back more than half a century now and um, actually i would even say that the relationship is one of the most important ones france and india have uh, as a whole not only uh, not only in space so the two countries started cooperate in space in uh, 1964 with the launches of uh, the suntour and the dragon uh, sounding rockets uh, out of the tumba uh, launch base in kerala so this is a this is a story that goes very very long back and um, india and france since then never stopped cooperating so we have had uh, exchanges in the launch vehicle field with uh, the development of uh, an engine which we have jointly developed uh, a, it's a liquid propulsion engine that is used on ariane uh, on the european side and is used uh, on the old indian launch vehicle under the vikas name so it's exactly the same engine which is uh, today produced in uh, in india by goodrich in Mumbai and um I think this was a tremendously strong partnership the the one on the liquid engine uh, propulsion uh, because I think 40 families of Indian engineers established and uh, settled in uh, in France in the suburbs of Paris and uh, they had uh, they were totally integrated in the French teams so during uh, mid 70s up to the 80s we were used in france in the space sector to have a number of indian specialists with us and uh, it definitely changed the whole uh, idea the whole philosophy you know and uh, uh, we since then considered india to be uh, kind of a brother in in developing space you have to know also that kness and isro were founded uh, almost in the same time So we have the same kind of history. We are in a, we are not the the very big ones, so we are both uh, were created as a medium-sized player. So we have a lot of uh, similarities that made us uh, work together. And more recently we we worked on joint satellites which uh, is um, it's also a very a very impressive uh, cooperation because uh, when two nations join to build a satellite together it's uh, something that is not easy and uh, holds a lot of challenges so we have uh, now developed uh, and launched 
launched two uh, climate uh, observing satellites, uh, one in 2011 and one in 2013. And we will launch a new joint mission next year uh, on an OceanSat uh, satellite, uh, Indian OceanSat satellite, uh, where uh, we embark an Argos instrument, which is a, which is a French um, data collecting and, um, and a positioning instrument, uh, very, very effective uh, system and program uh, that we carry on on an international basis. And we are working on much more things. So we have also uh, uh, in uh, project uh, a joint constellation of satellites for uh, maritime domain awareness and uh, we can say today that uh, this will be the first constellation built in uh, cooperation between uh, between uh, several nations so it's a french indian constellation of satellites so yes uh, history is um, has played a big role in the tremendous kind of trust we we are experiencing today Let's break this down into multiple parts so that uh, we go down to each of these uh, in a more detailed fashion. So let's go back to the earliest one that you mentioned, which is the Centaur uh, rockets. So I, I believe that was uh, probably the early 60s. That actually started in 64 when the first Centaur rocket was launched uh, from uh, the Tumba test range. Uh, we launched approximately, I think it was 65 sounding rockets that, was that were launched in total. Actually what happened is that uh, in the first days we shipped sounding rockets from France in wooden boxes and they were built together in, in Kerala. But uh, shortly after some of these launches, we started built the rockets themselves in India. So there was already, you know, this spirit of uh, make in India maybe, <laughs> but at least transferring the knowledge and looking at, uh, you know, the, the, this Indian space community in its birth which was very avid and which wanted to do things. So we immediately started to share a lot of things with them. You know, uh, at the time it was uh, people like uh, Mr. Abdul Kalam and, uh, and uh, Madhavan Nair and uh, Vikram Sarabhai. All these people were part of, the, of, 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 these, of these efforts. So they all became uh, legends. And, and, but at the time it was a small team and they work together in a very, very brotherhoodly manner. So um, these, um, these French rockets in, in Kerala, it, they have made history. And I also believe the French also contributed uh, some payloads to these uh, initial rockets. They did, and uh, I can even tell you that for the very first Indian launch, the Apache rocket that started in 1963, uh, the payload that was on board, which uh, you all saw the pictures of uh, uh, Mr. Abdul Kalam filing the payload so that it fits into the fairing because it was too big. So that specific payload was developed in uh, California in a lab uh, by a young French engineer was name, whose name was uh, Jacques Blamont. And uh, Jacques is still one of my colleagues, a very senior one since he's 92 right now. And, but he still comes to work every day. And uh, Jacques has uh, developed this sodium vapor uh, measurement device, which flew. So it was a, a French payload in a way, developed in the US by a Frenchman. And this payload flew on the very, very, very first Indian launch. 
that's where I think the real first beginning was when the first Nikkei Apache rocket already had a French uh, payload. And from then on, started to build these rockets and then eventually India started to adopt some of these uh, sounding rocket technology and started to build uh, some of them here. But from then on, so I guess that was the mid 60s. And you know what happened after the period from there? So was there a, a gap in this cooperation or? No, they, they, there wasn't a gap at the time. Uh, it was the beginning of Sri Harikota. Yeah. And actually, the partnership was such that uh, our Indian friends uh, wanted to see what we had done in French Guiana. So actually, there was a lot of exchanges on the infrastructures on, on the ground, how to build a launch base, uh, which kind of premises, which kind of installations, how do you prepare the launch vehicle, so how would you, uh, you know, um, manage the uh, whole sequence uh, from the arrival of the rocket on the range to the launch pad. So we worked a lot on that and uh, there was a lot of exchanges by the people who designed the Kourou launch base, so the one we have in French Guiana. And uh, even today when I go to Sri Harikota, uh, I see a lot of similarities which, uh, uh, which are kind of funny because we can see that we were brothers in doing this approximately at the same period. So you talked about how a lot of the Indian researchers or Indian scientists were in France. And so what was the reason for them to go to France? Well, I think uh, liquid propulsion was a very interesting factor and uh, incentive because uh, at the time, uh, our teams in, in France and especially the teams of a company at the time called SEP, in Vernon were the best in the world in, uh, in the field of liquid propulsion and uh, we intended to develop an engine for the Ariane rocket which, which was coming up and uh, at the time we already were looking for innovation and uh, you know the best uh, ideas and, uh, and at the time we suggested to our Indian friends the idea to do this development together and, and since there was an interest also in India to develop a liquid engine for the upcoming uh, uh, Indian rockets that uh, led to an agreement between ISRO and CNES with an exchange of personnel um, or a lot of uh, ISRO engineers who actually came to work uh, in France in a, in a spirit of co-developing so I would like to say you know the engine was developed by an integrated team of French and Indian engineers in the meanwhile, I think uh, there was also some cooperation also on the communication side with the satellites. You mean, the, you, you, you mean with Apple and uh, the, the first uh, the telecom satellites, uh, the first Indian telecom satellites that were uh, launched from our launch base in, in French Guiana, that was 1980. And that of course was a big step because uh, we started being the launch partner for India for all the satellites that couldn't fly out of India because they were too big, too heavy and you know telecom satellites are usually very big birds. So we started, it was 1981, the launch of Apple and we never stopped that cooperation because we just launched a couple of months ago the 23rd Indian satellite out of France. 
that again is a very significant relationship because uh, india i think uh, the first aryan rocket i think failed and then the second one is when the apple was carried was it right i think it uh, apple flew on the third one okay uh, i you have to check this yeah. in detail so but yeah essentially i think uh, the funnily the indian satellite was named after the french rocket uh, <laughs> as the apple uh, passenger payload experiment and so on and that's why the name apple for an in, indian satellite indeed indeed and it it, it is a uh, it is still a, there's still a mock-up of Apple to be seen in Isro Museum on Old Airport Road in Bangalore, and um, it's always very moving to to see that uh, this was actually the the beginning of uh, of a lot of friendship. And you go to Kourou in the French Guiana, you also have images of the Apple launch. So. I think both countries really keep uh, very, very emotional memories of of this launch. Yeah, from from what I understand, I also probably know that uh, uh, India has never flown any of its satellites to the geostationary orbit on any other rocket other than the French rocket. That's true, but that's why I call it a brotherhood. You know, uh, if um, you have a partner like that. You want need to go to see other people, and uh, I think it's the same in the the other way around. We have launched uh, satellites on PSLV, and uh, we're absolutely happy and, and glad of the what has been done here in India. So it is really something that is stronger than what we usually call a partnership or a cooperation in space. I think the fact that it lasts for so long puts it into a totally different category. From a perspective of uh, the approach to engineering itself or innovation itself, what do you think is the difference between uh, French teams and uh, Indian teams? Well, you know, I'm in India since more than six years now, and I think uh, I have a pretty good uh, understanding now of uh, be being a kind of a translator between uh, my Indian friends and my French friends. Uh, I think what is still the most struggling part is the calendar. French people or French space teams need a lot of time uh, from the concept to launch. While in India, uh, this time is very much reduced, so things go very fast. And I have, looking after putting projects together or looking after synergies, I have a hard time of in connecting the, the French projects with the Indian projects because their, their timings are very much different. Giving you an example like uh, a Mars mission, a Mars mission in India would typically be start 24 months before launch and uh, in France we, we would uh, consider it 5 years before launch, maybe 10. So um, this is a huge difference in the approach. I think on the other hand that we have a lot of similarities between uh, French engineering and Indian engineering, especially in the way that we are very pragmatic and looking at uh, things in a, in a, in a similar ways. I think we, are, we, we, we have a very good capacity of integrating our teams. So, so when we create integrated teams, they work usually very well.
and uh, from what i know even in france uh, the space agency took the lead in making sure the technology was developed and everything was mature and then industry came up in taking up a lot of the innovation that was done publicly and then you know looked at commercializing in it in the markets so how did actually this step up happen in france uh, because today the likes of uh, airbus and uh, thales are really known across the world to build some of the best satellites well uh, for sure one of the difference between our organization and isro is that uh, today isro does everything while uh, in our organization we do only the firsts what we call you know we we can um, we we will do something if it's the first time to 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 prove the technology and then uh, everything recurrent is done by the industry so we are more of uh, looking after um, innovation and new developments but then uh, we 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 pass over the whole thing to to the industry so in today i can i see that a lot of movement is going on in india and uh, and the idea of uh, externalizing production of uh, satellites and launch vehicles is going on so uh, it is a um, it is a very interesting move to to see what uh, how 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 it will happen in europe we never we actually from the beginning uh, started uh, to work with industry very closely so at kness any never no point of time have we built rockets or, or satellites from end to end by ourselves so that's the difference so that's where i think india needs to kind of learn from france possibly on how uh, some of the synergies can be transferred into the industry and kind of make the industry more mature obviously i think in india uh, can learn but uh, india needs also to be careful not to uh, take too much of us because we are very expensive and uh, if uh, if you copy us you will become very expensive too which is not uh, the way we want to go so i think um, you know between building formula 1s and building jeeps uh, there may be a, a medium term that uh, still uh, we need to find in the space community worldwide and i would not be surprised if this medium term would be found by india itself because india has all the capacities to 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 work on some you know um, standards and norms that can be the best for the future of space okay matthew so jumping on to let's say uh, the more recent developments and so on um, i also believe that uh, india is probably uh, one of the, uh, one of the only partners in with france who built a joint satellite which was flown on the pslv yes absolutely so we have um, we have concentrated since more than 15 years on uh, climate uh, surveillance so this was a very uh, pioneering idea of the the leaders of isro and kness at the time because no one was already talking uh, of uh, climate and uh, and the uh, importance of space means to work on climate change but uh, isro and kness took this further and uh, developed uh, very very state to the art satellites uh, to measure uh, one which is megatropic uh, is able to map moisture 
in uh, in uh, 3D. So it's a, it's a, it's a satellite able to uh, to do a 3D mapping of moisture in the atmosphere on a continuous basis. So it's it's amazing because you can see. Uh, uh, videotape the movement of, of the clouds in the atmosphere. So this, this satellite has brought a lot of insight into uh, what is happening to, to the climate and helps a lot to diagnose the reality of what is happening so on, for climate research as such. But on the other hand, it brought uh, a lot of operational capacity uh, in India itself because it allowed us to foresee uh, the monsoon periods by for you know five, with, with five days so this satellite has actually the capacity of uh, predicting monsoon events and uh, today we are capable of giving a five-day warning to farmers which made, makes a tremendous difference you know because uh, they are able to harvest and to do what needs to be done before the big rains arrive. So all because of space assets. So the other satellite we launched together was uh, is Saral Altica, which is uh, which is a bird uh, lo equipped with an altimeter of uh, extreme precision. So we can measure the water height with a precision of uh, less than a millimeter. So it's an extremely useful tool, again, for climate change research and again used uh, for very pragmatic and operational um, activities. Because with this satellite, the Indian government is looking at water reserves, so the freshwater reserves available in the reservoirs all over the country. And also uh, one can measure the water flow in, in the rivers. So depending on the season of the year, you can know exactly how many uh, water you, is available. And it is a tremendous water management tool for, uh, for India today. As a follow-up to Saral and uh, Megatropics, um, I believe there was also announcements of uh, cooperation on a couple of other new two satellites. Uh, can you share some more details on that? Uh, yes, absolutely. So we the the, the ones uh, so we have two in the air and we have two still on the ground and uh, so one is a, a, a joint mission which is uh, OceanSat three with Argos. So um, this will fly beginning of 2020 and uh, the, 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 the French Argos system is uh, well known now for positioning and collecting data uh, of uh, moving beacons. So for example, we can equip uh, animals from turtles to elephants to little birds. Uh, with uh, receivers and uh, and emitters, so this is a this is a, a, a nice uh, and uh, effective tool we have developed uh, in cooperation with ISRO. Uh, ISRO has become a partner since several years now, and uh, it's also that it uh, it has also a search and rescue function uh, for uh, especially for boats and uh, fishermen and um, people on the sea. 
Yeah, and also you were talking about, I think, Trishna, the new satellite as well. So Trishna is in the in the line of uh, what we have done earlier on climate surveillance, and it will complete the fleet. Uh, it's a satellite that will have a very high capacity in. Uh, checking um, you know monitoring thermal infrared so so it's a it's a it's a thermal infrared satellite with a mapping capacity uh, to see the heat exchange of heat between uh, the ground and the atmosphere and also between the oceans and the atmosphere so this element is a crucial part of the understanding of uh, climate change and uh, the whole scientific community is very eager to to get the results of uh, of this uh, measurement so this is something that uh, will help uh, the worldwide scientific community to solve the climate change problem the, the most recent announcement is, of course, uh, the the decision to work on a maritime constellation together uh, that appeared very recently. Uh, and I would say India has a fairly long coastline of probably seven or eight thousand kilometers, and uh, maritime security remains one of the most uh, important functions uh, for a country like India. So, what is the cooperation on this front? Well, this was decided when uh, the French President Emmanuel Macron visited India uh, one year ago. And uh, the project is very ambitious. It's probably the first time two nations decide to build a constellation, a space, uh, constellation of satellites together. The, um, the idea is uh, to have a dozen of uh, satellites that will look uh, down at the maritime traffic and be able to distinguish uh, the ships and their trajectories. And it's, uh, well, there's some technical uh, stuff behind that but it's a, it's an extremely interesting uh, project and and very very challenging for uh, both the french and the indian teams so this project is uh, is something to be to be operational very fast we have started uh, a phase 1 of this project which is uh, which consists in the setup of a maritime uh, domain awareness center in india uh, which will start running on algorithms we will develop together and it will start running on existing images so that means that we have an intermediate phase in which we will work on existing images uh, like uh, uh, you know, commercially available images or images available from the ISRO and the European satellites. And, and in the meantime, we will develop our own constellation of satellites. And that will be the second phase of the program. And when is the satellites expected to be in orbit? Well, I think these are programs that uh, take something like five years to do things in a proper way. So you can just start from now, I think in five years we should have them. Okay.
So we covered, I think, fairly a lot of uh, uh, aspects of cooperation on the satellite bit. Uh, let's maybe come back to also the the rockets themselves. Um, so you talked about how possibly the same engine uh, flies on the PSLV and the Ariane, uh, and uh, you know that was developed probably now already some 40 years ago. What are the new developments in uh, the the launcher related aspects? Well, we have started a technical working group on launch vehicles in 2017. Because for a long time uh, we concentrated on satellites and uh, we felt the urgency of working again on launch vehicle technologies. Why? Why? Because uh, both uh, Europe and France and India have uh, similar challenges to meet and sim similar uh, objectives for the future of their launch vehicles. And uh, I think uh, that um, we have identified a number of topics where uh, we could uh, put our competencies together and join our forces. And one of them is propulsion for new engines. So we are working on, on that. Our teams are working very closely together and announcement will be done in the near future. And uh, the other topic which is uh, of interest for both of us is the reusability. So uh, I think we both need to check what is the good strategy to have in terms of reusability and um, we, uh, we need to put all our efforts together to take our best women and our best men in, 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 in our teams to find the most adapted and uh, the most promising way we can do reusability in our way, you know, um, we need to be innovative. India has been flying to Moon and then also to Mars and there have been follow-up missions now being planned. And of course, I think, uh, I don't know if there were any French payloads on the earlier uh, satellites. Uh, what is, uh, is there any cooperation ongoing with respect to interplanetary exploration? There is, there is. We, we are discussing uh, very much with ISRO to, on the future interplanetary missions of India. So one is a Venus mission, the other one is the Mars mission. I think that, uh, and, and, and there, may, there will be uh, probably a lot of others uh, in the future, but those are the ones uh, for the immediate future. So um, our scientific community in France is very eager to open up to new partners to be able to fly their instruments. Because, um, you know, our first partner in cooperation is NASA, so we fly a lot uh, of uh, scientific instruments on, uh, on NASA missions. Nevertheless, to be able to have a partner which is more, um, which can, which is more adaptive and uh, with whom you can fly maybe smaller instruments in, a, in, a, in an easier way is something we are very much looking after. So uh, this is where ISRO is exactly the partner we need to fly scientific instruments. By the way, uh, ISRO has become our second partner after NASA. So today, France's second partner in space is ISRO. It's uh, really wonderful uh, to see that you know uh, India is going on with several other countries into into deep space. 
So the big announcement of this year is of course uh, the human space flight. You know, India did not want to initially do human space flight because uh, Vikram Sarabhai famously said that uh, India is a country that will not look to uh, the things that the economically advanced nations would do in sending uh, you know people to moon or Mars and so on. But India will be second to none in applying the tools of space for pro solving the problems of the society. But then today the space program in India is kind of more mature in a sense and uh, is you know, willing uh, to take up this challenge of uh, flying uh, people to space. So obviously France has a lot of experience of human space flight. You've been doing it possibly for 50 years now. And so you have a, a lot of knowledge that could be also be shared there. Yeah, so first of all, I wish that India never, never abandons its uh, priority for applications because everyone in the world is looking at India and especially we, the French, as a model of uh, a space uh, power who has concentrated on space for its citizens. So that's my first thing. Second thing, yes, in France we have a huge uh, experience with human space flight because actually we, well, we had our French astronauts teams in the beginning of space history, so until 2000, year 2000. I actually was the one who negotiated the, 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 the transfer of the French astronauts into the European ESA astronaut corps. And now in the European astronaut corps, we have French astronauts. And uh, CNES is, uh, has a role given by ESA on the whole astronaut program. So we are doing, for example, the whole medical uh, part for the for, for manned space for ESA is done in, in, in France. We have a medical hospital, a science hospital, a space hospital. So we have a space hospital in Toulouse and France is responsible for the European Space Agency on uh, the preparation of instruments to fly in the International Space Station, on the medical preparation of the astronauts and also on part of the selection of the, of the astronauts. So this is all, all these kind of things where we uh, had a discussion with ISRO shortly after uh, the announcement of uh, Prime Minister Modi from the Red Fort that uh, uh, ISRO will or India will fly uh, Indians into space. So uh, I very rapidly had a call with my counterpart at ISRO and we said uh, we will work together on that and uh, we are ready to share everything we know in order to help India to, to manage this tremendous challenge. Actually, at the time we speak, there is a team of ISRO engineers and doctors, medical doctors in, in France, and they are uh, training and looking at what we are doing for the European Space Agency and for the International Space Station. So um, this is a, the first steps of this cooperation we have in, um, together in manned space. That's really uh, excellent to know that uh, this cooperation has already taken shape in some form and uh, look forward to you know, seeing this day when India finally flies its uh, first astronauts uh, from its own soil. 
coming back to uh, you know the present day today space is booming with uh, a lot of startups a lot of industry participation for venture capital money private money being invested in space like never before and uh, this has become a, i would say a mostly a, a us phenomena where uh, most of the uh, startups are in the us possibly there are give or take 5000 new startups around in, uh, the world in the last uh, one decade or so but then i'd say probably 70 to 80% of them maybe in us and also probably maybe 10 billion dollars invested in space in the last uh, 10 years or so and also probably 70 to 80% of that money is also invested in the us so there may be also common ground here for india and france to work together to encourage new startups new companies so what is it that you are doing in france that uh, is encouraging this kind of a startup environment well first of all i think that uh, you 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 are very nice with our american friends because uh, we we have to consider that um, india and bangalore is the second hub of new space in the world and i believe there is a lot of innovative companies that uh, in space that uh, are born here and that are developing here in 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 bangalore and not necessarily all of them are in the in the us and uh, that's a, a very good thing so um, in europe we have also um, made a big effort in trying to help young companies and young entrepreneurs especially at cnes we started with uh, creating a directorate for innovation uh, which uh, is uh, totally dedicated to to work with with young companies and also to start uh, you know to create projects that are able to support this this ecosystem one uh, of these projects is uh, is what we do in in terms of uh, nanosatellites development in in France and a new constellation of nanosatellites that we have announced which name is uh, Kineis so um, this is a, a whole different approach of uh, space in partnership with uh, with young industry and uh, we have decided to bridge this approach uh, with our indian friends so the idea is that french startups and indian startups should be working together and that uh, both also both ecosystems should be able to benefit from what is given in the other country so we are about to sign an agreement uh, with uh, an indian partner on this but the idea is uh, for example that an indian startup could be welcomed in a french organization and uh, benefit from all the support that the french startups get and uh, the other way around so this is uh, i think this is something that in future will you know be the beginning of some bigger story because if some startup uh, grows up in in France some french startup grows up in india this uh, will create ties forever and and we will end up with probably french indian or indo french actors in the future and uh, we would be very happy to to go that way one significant thing for example is that a number of startups uh, here in india in the indian new space area are opening offices in france 
So uh, this is a, a sign that uh, they are healthy, first of all, and secondly, that their entry door into Europe uh, is um, is going to be is going to be France and the partnership with CNES, which I think uh, we positioned ourselves as a, as a nice and helpful partner for these uh, new players, and I wish that this uh, goes on that way. India's uh, space program is, uh, you know, talked about being one of the most cost-effective space programs in the world. And, um, you know, you've been here for a long time already and you've been able to interact with uh, the ecosystem and you've seen several missions fly and so on. What is your uh, experience and opinion about it? Yeah, you know, Narayan, I think uh, that uh, uh, India has had tremendous success in uh, making things at a lower cost, but uh, it's easy actually. India makes things simple and in making things simple, you make them at a lower price as if you make them complicated. So um, the only question I, 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 I would uh, like to raise is, uh, you know, at a, at, at a moment of time, your thoughts go where, on whether you need something complicated or whether something simple will be enough to realize your mission. And uh, in a lot of cases, the answer is uh, the simple thing uh, may be enough. So there is only a small step in my mind to make the Indian method a world standard. And that would be to adapt uh, it to the international markets and to the you know there is a matter of acceptability of what you are doing and and there is a, it, it is extremely promising for India in my mind that the, 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 the trend is to do things at a lower cost with quality and the reliability uh, that is uh, maintained and that is exactly the equation we have here in India. So we are working with ISRO on, uh, on all, the, all those thematics and I think we, we always keep in mind that we need to be on those lines of reliability, quality and low cost. And, and I think bringing together our expertise and especially for us, learning from India is something that can uh, lead us to maybe define the new standard of space production in the world in future. Alright, uh, Matthew, on this uh, note, I think, uh, thank you very much for your time, for doing this. And uh, I hope, you know, India and France together will continue to be very strong partners in space. You know, we will see much more coming out of this relationship in the future. I'm very much sure of it, Narayan. Thank you very much. Thank you for staying until the end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to curator at newspaceindia.com. Please use the link in the description if you want to join the New Space India community. And have a great day or a lovely evening, depending on wherever you're listening from.